Can you hear me? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, awesome. I'm so excited. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Awesome. Awesome. You ready for this podcast, girl? Yes. Are you excited? Yes, I am very excited. Right. I got my mic and my and my uh my headphones on. I'm sitting at the table with my laptop Aww. and stuff in front of me. <laughs> oh, I bet you're so excited. <laughs> yeah, I was telling my uh I was telling my family, I was telling my mom, I just got finished talking to her about it. And then I was talking mm-hmm. to my cousins earlier about it. Oh. And they're all excited for me. What you up oh, yeah, to? Yeah. Okay, so are we live? What you do? Yes, we are live right now. Oh, I love (laughs) the first guest. I feel so special. Yes, it's my first guest, girl. (laughs) (laughs) You are special. Uh, I'm so excited for this podcast. So, okay, here we go. Hello, everyone that may be listening. Um, my, na- my name is Shanael. Um, my at is Living the Loopy Life by Chili on Instagram. And this podcast today, we'll be talking about lupus and motherhood. So, all things lupus, autoimmune disease, and, you know, um, the role of being a mother while having lupus. So, um, that's what our topic is. That's what we're going to be talking about. It's nothing that's going to be formal, kind of, you know, fun, interesting, um, informative, awareness, all that good stuff. So I have my special guest here, Ashley. Ashley, how do you say your last name? Is it Nat? Uh-huh. Okay, Ashley Nat, And she is here as my first special guest on today's podcast. So, Ashley, if you do not mind, go ahead and um, introduce yourself. Oh, hi, I'm Ashley. Um, my um, Instagram handle is I am Ashley Knapp. I have a YouTube channel that is mostly about lupus, and I have two chronic illnesses, and I'm a mother of three. Awesome. And yes, I am a mom, mom of one, and I have lupus SLE, um, a few other things. I have fibromyalgia, I have a heart condition. So, you know, but mainly this podcast will be talking about lupus, but we'll also, you know, touch on our other illnesses and things, you know, all things chronic illness, autoimmune disease, things like that. So thank you guys for joining in. Thank you, Ashley, for being my first special guest (laughs) um so you're a mom of three and you have lupus now which one came first um I was a mother before I got lupus I had my last baby Sarai who's now five and I got um when I was pregnant I had really bad kidney pain and we didn't know why we didn't know what the pain was I they took out my gallbladder, not knowing what it was. And then I was still having the pain after my gallbladder was out. And mm-hmm. um, so then they saw I had a lot of protein in my urine. And so mm-hmm. then they took, sent me to a nephrologist and they did a biopsy and it showed I had lupus nephritis. Wow. So you have lupus nephritis. Yes. Do you have lupus SLE? 
I don't know. They haven't some my rheumatologist says I have it. Other doctors say I don't, so I don't know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And having lupus nephritis, it affects what in your kidneys? Like too much protein? Um yeah. what exactly? Yeah, so I, have, I have protein leakage and they say that um there's like holes in your kidneys, which is why the protein is leaking. Um mm-hmm. I don't know, it just affects the kidneys. I really don't know too much about it, which is ridiculous since I have it. <laughs> but <laughs> but um it also causes swelling and um, mm-hmm. a lot of other non fun things. Okay. For All me, right. it causes pain. For a lot of people, it doesn't cause pain, but for me, it makes my kidneys hurt really bad. Really? Yeah. Like, I don't know why. N- now, can I? Uh, because I've had kidney stones. So, does it feel like it's like kidney stone type of hurting pain? I've never had a kidney stone, but I have heard that it's really. So, yes, it is. Pain is really bad and it's constant. It's like a constant mm-hmm. nagging pain. It hurts when I stand up. It feels like my kidneys are falling out of my back. Um, mm-hmm. It's just not, it's almost like when you have a kidney infection. I've had one of those. Yeah. It's kind of okay. like that. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. That's I, can, I, I couldn't imagine dealing with that pain like on a constant daily. Because, I mean, I've had kidney stones and I've had um, kidney infection, but having to deal with that, like, every day, uh, oh, I know. God bless your heart. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah. So you said you got diagnosed with lupus after Sarai, which is your yes. youngest. Yes. Okay. Okay. When did you and, get diagnosed? I got diagnosed after I had my son, about three years after I had my son. Oh, okay. But the thing is, I think I've, I possibly have always had lupus, mm-hmm. but, because, but because my doctors weren't very, very, what's the word, of... Uh, I don't even know what the word is, but they weren't very concerned. You know, they weren't really doing yeah. like tests all around tests because it was like I was constantly campaigning. I mean, I s- thank God I don't have kidney issues too much anymore, like as far as with kidney stones and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, I've had to watch issues with my kidneys, um, but I've always had like health issues growing up. Oh, like yeah, so, me too. All right, constant you. migraines, mm-hmm. um, fatigue. Um, I had stomach issues growing up, um, kidney issues, like I said. So it was just like things that I think were, you know, contributed to lupus. Yes. But, I get that. I was sick all the time, and anytime I would get in pain, I would just pass out. Like, just fall. Wow. It's so crazy. So I had a lot of issues, too. So I think I've had lupus for a long time because my mom had lupus and died from it. Wow. So, yeah, I think I kind of had it 
since I was a child. They just my doctor mm-hmm. was so stupid. She didn't even know my foot was broken. And ever since that, I was really? like, I yeah, I was like, come on. <laughs> wow, and, and and that's crazy you say about your foot, about it being broken. Like I always had, I believe I always had joint issues too because I was mm-hmm. always like spraining something, fracturing mm-hmm. something, yeah. and I mean. As a kid, you, I mean, you cannot not be rough. I was more of a yeah. tomboy. <laughs> I was more mm-hmm. of a tomboy growing up. So I was running with the boys, climbing up trees, riding mm-hmm. on the bikes and things like that. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but it's I like, I believe I had those issues a lot longer than what the doctors, you know, said I did. Mm-hmm. I get that. It seems like doctors act like they know everything, but they really don't. My grandpa always says doctors are just still practicing medicine. So true. Because most of the time, yes. Oh goodness, that's so crazy you say that. Because me and my mom, um, earlier, I think yesterday or the day before yesterday, we were having a conversation, and we we're like, doctors don't know everything, and that's mm-hmm. why they're called practicing physicians exactly. because. Are literally practicing their craft or practicing, mm-hmm. you know, medical knowledge on us, the patients. Yeah. So they do not know anything. And mm-hmm. like I was saying to my mom, like literally they're practicing because what may work for one person it may not work for me. It may not yeah. work for you. So it's like each person is different. So it's you're we're technically in a sense we're like they're guinea pigs that they're practicing on because yeah. they don't know how anything is gonna work. Yep, exactly. Yeah. That I'm is sick of being practicing. Girl. <laughs> it, it's also crazy how you we we talk about this because like we were talking about covid and doing the vaccine Mm -hmm. taking the vaccine and things like that and there was a question Mm -hmm. on um on instagram one of the pages that i follow um i think it's the mel lupus warriors with um mm -hmm. the guy emmett and the other guy daryl and they were asking a question about the covid vaccine and I had stated, because, you know, everybody has their own opinions. Get vaccinated, don't get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. But I was saying, I'm already enough of a guinea pig right. to be experimented on, where yeah. at that point, I'm going to choose not to be experimented on with this vaccine. Mm-hmm. As I, far you. Right now, I, got enough, I got enough going on right now with my health where... Lord, protect me from COVID that I don't get it. If I yes. do get it, Lord, protect me that I I don't die from it and then I come exactly. out from it. Yes. So as far as this vaccine, I do not want to be, be an experiment as far as this mm-hmm. vaccine. I do not want to be a guinea pig. I'm tired mm-hmm. of being a guinea pig. <laughs> right, me too. I feel the same way. I feel there's no way where I'm getting this vaccine. Like, it's just not happening. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm not saying never, but as of mm-hmm. right now, my answer is no. Yeah. As of right now. Mm-hmm. So I feel the same way. Yeah. Um, crazy people just are getting it. Even lupus survived lupus people. And then my mother in law just got it and she's talking about I'm 
I'm so tired and I don't feel well. I wonder why you just got the vaccine. So mm. probably why. But yeah, I'm not going to get that. And you know what the crazy thing is? Also, people are saying that the first the first shot is, they say the first shot is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. But it's that second shot that you have to go back for. And I've heard so many people having like really bad reactions where they're super tired they're not feeling well their bodies are aching they have to sleep for hours like you know so it's like i already go through enough of fatigue and my body hurting why would i want to add that on top of it and i mean everybody everybody may not have that reaction but it sounds Mm -hmm. like that's what's going on from mm-hmm. majority of what I'm hearing. That the mm-hmm. second shot is like a doozy. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, we as lupus patients, we will be the one to have all the side effects. If if everybody else doesn't, I get all the bad side effects of every medicine that I take. Because sure. I'm gonna <laughs> shot, I'm definitely gonna get the bad side effects. <laughs> You people, I know. I'm like, mm, no. I mean, I have enough side effects and issues with other stuff that I gotta take. Uh, uh. Oh, no thanks. <laughs> but my husband said, "Well, everybody else is getting the vaccine, so we'll be safe because they'll have the vaccine, and so it won't be spreading no more." And I was like, "That's true. So we're gonna be safe anyway." <laughs> yes, <laughs> but for God, we is covered yes. exactly. at the toe. <laughs> I, I, I can't stress you know yeah, no. it, it's it it in a sense covid has been like for everybody it's a new thing but i feel yeah. like for people who have already you know go through autoimmune diseases have chronic illnesses have lupus possibly mm-hmm. people those those who have cancer Going through p- this pandemic, going through COVID right now, this is like our normal. We have yeah. to be safe regardless mm-hmm. because our systems are weak anyways. So, so it's just like nothing new to us. Like before even COVID was around, I carried my hand sanitizer. Um, mm-hmm. I wore a mask. I didn't wear a mask all the time, but mm-hmm. I did wear it on and off, especially yeah. around like the seasons where it's flu season, cold, like you're prone to get the flu, you're prone to get a cold, like that's when I would wear a mask. Yeah. So it was like I was already being precautious about, you know, going out if I wasn't feeling well, being around yeah. people who were sick. So mm-hmm. it's nothing new for people who have autoimmune issues. It's yeah. this, this is like everybody else is like, feeling what we've been going through exactly you're right so yeah um there are a few questions that i do have for you as we talk about motherhood um a few questions that are geared towards lupus um and excuse the background you might hear my son in the background <laughs> he just got finished doing school, so he's oh, eating yeah. his lunch and watching one of his educational TV shows. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, um, first question I do, well, I already asked you a few questions, so I think this might be like my third question. Okay. Um, what medications have helped 
your lupus so far? Like, are there anything, is there anything that you think has helped reduce the amount of pain? So that's funny because no medicine has helped me at all. Like, even my doctors are just like, your your lupus is getting worse. Nothing is helping at all. Um, And they all make, like I said, I always have all the bad side effects of the medicine. Mm -hmm. Those are good. But when I started juicing, it is changing Mm -hmm. my life. It has helped me with my pain. It's helping me have energy. Like, I'm bouncing off the walls. My kids are looking at me like I'm insane. You know? (laughs) So, juicing is the only thing that has really helped me. I have tried everything. Prednisone. I'm on self-sup right now. Again, they ain't doing nothing. I've tried Mm -hmm. every immune suppressant that I know of, except for Benlista. I haven't tried Benlista yet. But every other one for lupus, it has not helped me at all. And so, I was getting really scared. I was like, this is not a good sign, you know? Mm -hmm. Um. Cytoxin actually made my kidneys worse. They scarred my kidneys. So, so no medicine helps. Uh, but juice wow. is really helping me. Okay. That's good to know. So it sounds like instead of medication, your body is in need. And which is, you know, a path that uh I shouldn't say a lot of people, but you know, some people who have lupus are going through a finding, you know, what works for them, if they want to do the yeah. all natural or if they want to do the medication, which has all the side effects and all the different, you know, mm-hmm. medicine has different chemicals, things, things that are good, things are that bad that, you know, may help, may not help. But mm-hmm. it sounds like what is helping for you is the all natural yeah. things from the like earth. It. Yeah, but see, I'm scared to just do the all-natural because I feel like, well, what if this doesn't work and then I don't have any medicine? So that's why I'm trying. Instead of, like, jumping in full force with all-natural because that's kind of my personality. I'm just like, forget the medicine. I'll never do it again. And then Mm -hmm. I feel like when I was doing the vegan stuff, that was so hard, and I put so much pressure on myself. So I'm learning to give myself grace. And, yes, I'm juicing, but that doesn't mean that I have to eat vegan or I have to stop taking medicine. I can mm-hmm. and take my medicine and that mentally that helps me you know that's good and mm-hmm. you know some people some people would judge you for that decision they're like mm-hmm. well if you're doing thing, then you have to do all of it you I have know. to go vegan you have to do this you have to and mm-hmm. no I don't I don't have to do it that way it exactly. may work for you but that doesn't right. mean that it works for me yeah, I have to go the pace that my body Exactly. Needs me to go. And that was the thing. I was sharing it on YouTube and so many people were just like, well, you just need to go full vegan. And I went full vegan and just failed. And then I go and I just eat junk food for like a month. And then <laughs> I get more sick, you know? So I'm like, Girl, I'm listen to other people. I'm just doing what I know you- is best for me. Do what is best for you. Give yeah. yourself grace. Love you in the moments that you're in as mm-hmm. you're processing each of these uh as you're going through this journey because you they say you know people always think well you're this age so you should know what to do no i don't i'm still going through this journey even with older people people Mm -hmm. that are in their 70s or 80s they don't know everything like my pastor my pastor my shepherd mother she is in Uh-oh.
Uh-oh. I think something happened to her connection. Then why oh. not try it? Your connection so, went out. What did you say? Oh, no. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. I was saying how my pastor, she is, she's like in her 80s. Uh-huh. And she still says that it is good to still learn from people who are younger than you. Just because mm-hmm. you've done something for a certain amount of years or you've done it like this doesn't mean it's always the right way. Yeah, exactly. So there's always, especially everybody does things differently. And what works for me works for me. What works for you works for you. Exactly. Girl, you be proud of yourself. Yeah, I'm learning to be proud of myself. myself. Yeah, and you're doing great too. I see you. um, You were making smoothies and stuff. You're doing good. I was. I did stop just because I was having some issues. So, with smoothies? I had not with the smoothies, just my body overall health going on. The smoothies were, they were doing really good. I was losing the weight. But I fell off the bandwagon because my body was just in a like, crazy amount of pain, especially because, like I was telling you for a while, uh, my feet issue that's going oh, on yeah. with my feet. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was, like, hard for me to sometimes get up in the morning, stand up and make smoothies and stand and, mm-hmm. you know, chop certain things. So I was just like, okay. Yeah. And just needed a break. But yeah, um, I I'm maintaining that. weight. I'm still eating my fruit. I do mm-hmm. smoothies every now and again, but not as much as I was. Mm-hmm. But I'll get back on the bandwagon. <laughs> you will. And that's the thing is, I was juicing it and then I got sick and I had to stop juicing because I couldn't stand there and juice. I feel like people mm-hmm. don't understand that when you have lupus and you're trying to lose weight or just get healthy, it's not as easy as someone who's not sick. Like, we get sick yes. randomly. It just comes out of nowhere. It's not as easy yes. as people think it should be. And, and that is so crazy that you say that because people don't realize how much a person that has lupus goes through on a daily basis. Like yeah, no just because problem. I, like just because I might get up, put my hair wrap on, and smile in a picture, doesn't mm-hmm. mean that I. That I'm not sitting here and my body is racking through pain. Exactly. <laughs> I, know. I still put on a brave face, but on the inside, if yeah. you if my insides was on my outside, you'd be like, "Ooh, baby, <laughs> what is wrong?" <laughs> All the time they'd be asking. They have, they have no clue what we no actually idea. go through. And that's why they say lupus is this invisible disease because you look like you're healthy, yeah. but. Mm-mm. I'm not this mm-hmm. insides is all jacked up. Yeah, exactly, girl. <laughs> but yes, yeah, like you said, you have to give yourself grace. Mm-hmm, you do. That's, I learned that, that is a really Yes. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes you know what, going through this journey, you're gonna learn things the hard way. But yeah. that's life. Exactly. It's worth it. It's so worth it. It's worth it. I'm so happy that I learned this. Yeah. And like you ain't gotta go back because you've already been there and it was hard and you don't want to go back to that place. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, I get it. 
That's, that's really good. We got to learn and give ourselves grace as we go through this journey of lupus, yeah. autoimmune disease, uh, whatever you're going through exactly. with your health. Yeah. Um, also, giving ourselves grace as mothers who are yeah. dealing with lupus. Yeah. We got to learn to give ourselves If I didn't have kids and I had lupus, it wouldn't be so bad. But I feel so bad for my kids. And But they're they're great. They're, my kids are great kids, and they help me a lot. But I just feel like mm-hmm. they should have such a better quality of life. But God is teaching me that they're fine, and this is going to grow them up to be strong human beings and strong men and women of God. I really feel like this is going to bring them close to God. This is part of their journey, too. Exactly. them learning how to have compassion, them learning how to empathize with somebody that Mm -hmm. is dealing with something. So it's part of their journey too. That's really good. I never, I never thought about it like that. Mm -hmm. Teaching me something. (laughs) (laughs) I, I really never thought about it because like, like you said, I, I I always and I still do. I do feel bad because it's like I can't do certain things with him. Mm-hmm. Like especially during the summertime. Woo, summertime yeah, is like the worst. I know the sun and it's like I'm not going outside because mm-hmm. as soon as the sun hit my skin, it's like I'm burning. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> so it's like I just feel so bad, but. You know, I try, I try doing stuff with him, like making sure that he has activities to do. Um, You know, (laughs) I think he has a little bit more leeway than what what I envisioned motherhood would be as far as now. So it's like, but I'm, I'm doing fine. He's doing fine, you know? We're both going through a journey. We're both learn. We're both learning, and he's learning more than I'm learning. But I'm still learning too. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I think that was one of the questions that I had for you. It was, "What is the blessing that Lupus gave you as a mother?" Oh. Do you? Um... F- <laughs> Uh, I, I know that's that's a tough question, right? <laughs> that is a tough question. As a mother, I don't know. I feel like lupus has taken so everything from me. It hasn't really blessed me. I guess it's it's blessed me to see my kids in a different light. Because I guess before I had lupus, when you I've, I had three two little kids at once. Chloe and Nathaniel are thirteen months apart, and Sarai <laughs> was a baby. You know, she's five now. She's still to me, she's still a little baby, but. That was hard, you know, in the beginning, and you think mm-hmm. oh, it's so hard being a mom. And then I have, then I get lupus, and I'm just like, now I, I cherish the moment so much more because you really, with lupus, you just never know when your last day will be. It's really yeah. important for me to make memories with my kids and for them to remember <laughs> me laughing and smiling and not like mean mom, you know? Yeah. So. That's that has really it's really changed my perspective, and sometimes I get really emotional about it because I can't think about it. Like, oh man, like I could literally be, anyone could literally be here one day 
and then gone the next second, you know, like that's Mm -hmm. terrifying. And so I just always want to leave good memories for them. So I guess that is, that's one positive thing that Lupus has brought to Mm me. Yeah. What about you? I I can say the same thing that, Mm -hmm. that, that is the blessing out of Lupus for me as well is Mm -hmm. to make sure I leave him with memories, the good things, the fun things that mom isn't always so mean. Mom isn't always stuck in the bed because she isn't feeling good. You know, Mm -hmm. mom does go outside with me. Mom does run up the driveway with me. Yeah. (laughs) So it's leaving, making sure that they have those memories. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't think I would have paid that much attention to it if I didn't have lupus to make sure that I had those memories. So I can say that I do find that as a blessing that, you know, making sure to cherish the small moments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's that's really good. (laughs) Um, Another question. What weight... What ways has lupus changed your dynamic of being a mother? Um, before I had lupus, I used to, I did everything in the house. Like the kids didn't do anything. I just, they were too little, first of all. And I just wanted to do everything because I was the mom. But now mm-hmm. that I have lupus, the kids are old enough too. And they help out a lot around the house. Like if I'm sick, Chloe knows how to make eggs for the kids, you know. Um, they okay. know how to clean up after themselves. I'm sure all most kids know that, but it was a big mm-hmm. step for me for them to finally learn that because then I could like rest in peace if I knew that okay, the house is taken care of, like it's decent, you know, it's not spotless, but it's decent. <laughs> Ain't no rats running around, and and the kid if they're hungry, Chloe can make eggs or make sandwiches. Daniel knows how to make his food, you know, warm up stuff in the microwave or whatever. That so that really changed our dynamic. Instead of me having to do everything, they know how to do some things by themselves. And they know how to start their school by themselves. Usually I have to start their school for them. But they know how to do that by themselves now, which is a huge blessing. That's good. And then not only that, Nathaniel and Chloe can help survive. Exactly. They treat her like she's a little baby. They do everything for her. <laughs> it's really a problem. <laughs> and and that's and that's good that you know it's not like you're leaning on them, but yeah, it's not at they, all. They, I can't stand that. <laughs> <laughs> but they they know when to help mom because mom isn't feeling well. Exactly. So let you know, help mom out here. Let me help mommy out here. Yeah. So that's, that's a good thing. That's, that's also a blessing, too. It is. It really is. Especially when you have older kids. And, yeah, you know. For that. And, and they're good kids. They are. And they're understanding they kids. Yeah, and so is your son. Oh, Lord. So Bless sweet. that little one's heart. I know. He's so sweet. He is a trip. That's, that's that's my little sour patch. One day, one minute he's nice, next he's mean. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's what we have always said about him. Because I mean, he is the most loving, 
Oh, girl, he is lovable. But oh. then if something don't go his way, ooh, he is sour. Oh, okay. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be salty and sour. Oh, goodness. That kid. But I got to love him. Love him to death. The different yes. personalities that kids have. Sarai's. If, if I tell her, Sarai, be quiet. I'm trying to do something. She holds her breath now. I'm like, what is going on? And she thinks it's funny. I'm like, it's not funny. Stop holding your breath. I'm telling you to stop be holding quiet, your breath not before to stop you pass breathing. out. Before you pass out, okay? Because it's not going to the ED because you done passed right. out. It's crazy. Oh, that is funny. <laughs> oh, man, that oh, is doing too something. No, this one lately, he he's never really been the one, like, if he's mad, he folds his arms. But now, yes, he folds his arms <laughs> at every point. I'm like, man, if you don't unfold your arms. I know. Who you okay, fold your arms at? Who you fold your arms at? What you think this is? Right. That's too funny. And then, you know, growing up, you're the ki- you're the child and then the adult. You know, adults can say certain words. Like, adults yes. can say lie. But you yes. better not say lie. You better use the word fib. Because lie is yes. like a cuss word for you. Okay, sir? Right. Okay. And then he'll he'll try it. Mm-hmm. He'll try it. Be like, mommy, you was lie. What? I was what? <laughs> uh, you was fibbing, mom. You fibbed. You didn't tell the truth yet. But I did tell the truth because um, this happened and that happened. Okay. <laughs> That is so funny. These kids are hilarious. Right? They is a mess. They are. Look how they own the show. Seriously, we say he needs needs a job. He should have been. When I I tried to get Huggies to get him in an ad, and they said, oh, well, you have to do such and such. Uh And I was like, they should have took him up then when he was a baby. Because yes. he he could be in so many commercials, so many movies by now. Oh, he yeah. Is, <laughs> he needs a job. <laughs> yes. He needs a job for, for real, for real. <laughs> okay. um, Your oh, sound man. is like staticky. It is. Yeah, it might be because of my. Hold on, let me fix this. Fix my wires. Oh. Do you hear it? No, I don't hear it. Oh. Is it still staticky? Oh no, that's better. Okay. All right, oh, good. It's there a little bit, but it's barely there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So any more questions? Um, that's what I'm looking at. Let me see. Hmm. No, I think we hit all of my questions. Okay. You have any questions for me? No, I love that conversation. Oh, so fun. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. That's what I wanted it to be. I want it to be fun, easygoing, nothing mm-hmm. too serious. You know, yes. talk about this, talk about motherhood. You know, mm-hmm. all the all those good things. Because 
you know, lupus is not an easy journey, but then yeah. now you're adding in having lupus while being a mother. So yeah. it's like those dynamics of two different worlds coming into one. It's like, mm-hmm. how do you cope? How do you process this? How do you process that? So exactly, yeah. exactly. Oh, there is one thing. So I shouldn't say one, but probably maybe a few because this will probably touch on a few other topics. As okay. a mother with lupus, now, like for me, I've been trying to get um, home chef to sponsor me uh, as as a mother with lupus because. Cooking for one isn't easy. Mm-mm. Not at all. And now, lupus and motherhood and having to cook because your mom, those little people need to eat. But it's like, yeah. how do I go about with cooking meals? Do I meal prep? Shouldn't I meal prep? Do I cook something every day? Do I not cook something every day? Do I want to have all these processed foods in my house? Like, how do you deal with that? Um, I'm still trying to figure it out. On days that I feel fine, I cook like three meals because I love cooking. It's one of my passions. But mm-hmm. when I'm sick, I get frustrated because I'm like, let's just order something because I ain't got time. I can't stand up in the kitchen. When I when I have like a flare, it's really hard for me to stand. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm going to pass out. So sometimes I'm like, let's just order something or I'll have like I sometimes I have frozen pizzas or like TV dinners in the fridge, and I'm like, guys, just warm this up. Or I'll tell Phil because Phil doesn't cook, so mm-hmm. or he'll make like spaghetti, like noodles with pasta sauce, and I'm like, who gonna eat that? Because I'm not. Um, <laughs> up out the uh, freezer, um, and sometimes I do do freezer meals. Like on days that I'm mm-hmm. really good, you do freezer meals and you freeze them and put them in the freezer, obviously, and then. Mm-hmm. You put them in the sink to thaw and warm it up, and you got a meal. So those are actually really easy and really convenient. But I'm still trying okay. to figure it out, honestly. Most of the time, I just order out, which is horrible. Mm-hmm. But it's better than, <laughs> me, than them not eating. So yeah. <laughs> and now, are these places that you're ordering out from? Are they like quick and easy fast meals? Or are they? Or are they more of restaurant that cook like their well, food? I live, I live in like the middle of nowhere. So the only stuff that's around here, we have McDonald's, Burger King, a pizza place, okay. a nasty burger place, and then a Mexican restaurant and that and some other like little tiny backwoods restaurants, you know? Mm-hmm. And so most of the time I'm like, just can you just get the kids McDonald's, just get them a cheeseburger or a Burger King. Or if I have enough money, I can get I'll order Mexican food and like get tacos. Those are pretty good. But okay. That's, that's really all we have around here. What do you do? Well, thank God I live with my mom and my sisters. So oh, if yeah. I don't cook, if I don't cook, my mom usually maybe whips something up. Um Thank God for my son's school mm-hmm. as uh, we've been going through this pandemic because they offer kids um, meals mm. for breakfast and lunch. And, oh, you know, nice. I, get, I get enough that it'll last him for maybe a whole week or more. Oh, and awesome. like, I, like I can freeze some of them. So if 
he doesn't eat the meal that was for lunch, then he'll probably eat it for dinner. So yeah. it's like something that my mom, if I'm not feeling well, my mom and my sister can warm it up in the microwave or in the air fryer. So, yeah. you know. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I love cooking, but mm-hmm. I think this is the most that I have not cooked in yeah. a really long time because mm-hmm. I use, if I feel like like each year for me, like lupus, I feel like it's it literally gets worse each year. Mm-hmm. Mine too. And that's, that's kind of what has been happening because it's like something since I got diagnosed, which was in 2016. So that's what, five years mm-hmm. from now? So it's literally like something else, something else has happened each year. That's like crazy. for this year, for this year, it's, it's my feet pain, which is possibly what my rheumatologist is saying is neuropathy in my feet. Oh. The last year it was fibromyalgia. I got diagnosed with fibromyalgia. Mm. The year before that, I had my heart condition, which my doctor is like, we still don't know exactly what it is. Mm. You know, we're saying that it's this, but because it's so irregular, we don't really know. Mm -hmm. So it's like each year something has like been added on to my list of yeah. forever lupus and and the many other <laughs> chronic illnesses. Yeah, that's a lot, girl. So yeah, but you know what? I, I'm I'm processing it. I I I just keep pushing on. And like mm-hmm. you said, I give myself grace. I may cry. You know, we're all gonna have those moments where we cry, but. We keep trucking. We keep pushing on. Exactly. Yep. But yeah, I think this is stuff that I haven't cooked. You what? So this is the most that I think I haven't cooked. But like I said, thank God. Thank God for my mom and my sister. So they help make it easy. And so does my son's school district. They really help out a lot with giving those meals. Oh no, I lost connection. Ashley, as I'm waiting for my co-host to come back, Ashley, okay, I think she's coming back. So we're just talking about lupus and motherhood and um, all those, you know, ups and downs, the good, the bad of lupus and motherhood as, you know, things go on. Um, lupus is an autoimmune disease that attacks, you know, your organs, um, all your major organs within your body. Um, there are different kinds of lupus out there, um, lupus SLE, lupus nephritis, lupus discoida. Um, I might be missing a few more, but I believe that's the most of them. Um, 
I'm not too sure what the one that it affects your heart is called. Um, but yes, those are the different um, autoimmune diseases that are with lupus. So that's what we've been talking about here. I'm waiting to get back in with Ashley. Anyone comes on here, has any questions, please. I think I'm I'm going to end my show here. Um, if I do come back, it might be for a few more minutes to finish talking and wrapping things up with Ashley. So um, please listen in on this conversation. It was wonderful to have Ashley Knapp on here talking about lupus and motherhood and um, the journey as we go through lupus and motherhood. Uh, so thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. And I hope you have a lovely and wonderful Tuesday. Um, if your Tuesday is just getting started, have a blessed Tuesday. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for joining in. All right. This is Living the Loopy Life with Chili. Peace out. L's up for lupus.